Uh, see, Austin's back in. We'll see if uh, see if we got the audio, uh, audio visual figured out here. Can you hear me now, sir? I can hear you great now. Hopefully, it sticks around. Awesome, man. He's got, guys, got a cigar. It sounds like you're by a beach. Yeah, man. Me and the wife and the uh, the in-laws we come to uh, to Gulf Shores this this week. It's my spring break, so we're off of school and kicking back and relaxing a little bit. That is beautiful. That's beautiful scenery, right there, man. Oh yeah. So it's kind of I, rough though. You got to be careful though. You know, being be, being redheaded, you got to be careful. <laughs> I know, man. You got, you got the like it's like Irish roots in you. You know, we, we that sun hits us and we just you know sometimes we can just implode just like that. Yeah, my my wife kind of gets frustrated because I'm a little bit uh, darker than she is, and she says it's my freckles, but. <laughs> I think I, I think I actually came pretty good to be redheaded. So I love it, man. I love it. We were we were talking about your uh, your your upbringing, and I was talking about you started singing at a very young age. Like you were, I believe you were five or six years old, starting to sing in the church choir. Was that when you kind of got the uh, that that musical itch to kind of like mm, it, it just resonated with you from such a young age? No, not really. Uh, <laughs> see, my 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 grandma, my grandma, she drugged me into the church choir. Oh. Uh, so I I was I was always real timid, man. I would sing with grandma in the car, and I think my granddaddy he may have heard me sing maybe three times his entire life. So uh, so it didn't. I didn't really start singing until college, man. I uh, it's a funny story. Uh, I started playing guitar because my roommate at the time he brought some like sixty dollars cheap Walmart guitar into the into our uh, trailer we were living in, mm-hmm. and I told him I was like, man, you know, I always wanted to learn how to play guitar too. I'll learn with you. And so we started playing it for about two or three months. And I took on to it a little bit better than he did. I'm not a good guitar player by any means whatsoever, <laughs> but uh, but I but I, I I took on to it a little bit faster than he did, and um, so he went and bought. Uh, or his dad bought a four hundred dollar uh, guitar. I think it was Alvarez. Mm. And when he would go to, uh, he was on the ball team too. Uh, play, I, I played football in college. Mm. And um, when he would be, you know, in his workouts or in his class, and I was at home, I would sneak his guitar out and play it. <laughs> and uh, and one night he brought he brought his his girl over and was playing it for her. And I told him I said, like, let me see that thing for a second. He could say, oh, he knew right then I've been playing. <laughs> So he started hot, and then he, so he started hiding his guitar from me. So man, I took out I took out four hundred dollars. Don't tell IRS or anything, but yeah. I took out an extra I took out an extra four hundred bucks on my student loans and went and bought a guitar at the uh, at the music store over in Meridian, Mississippi, and uh, started playing it. But uh, but my, my my biological dad, uh, I don't know that side of the family that mm. well, but evidently they're very uh, musically talented. Uh, from what I've from what I've heard, my my, my biological dad can pick up anything mm. and and play it in 15 minutes. So that's probably where I get you know uh, my ability to play guitar from. Now my my grandma she has a voice of angel, so mm. I love I love to sing with grandmama. But uh, but yeah, I didn't I didn't start doing music heavy until until college, and that's a that's a pretty funny story too how I got started doing shows and stuff. <laughs> yeah, how how does one you know it, it's it's crazy everybody's you know, origin story when it comes to, uh, you know, finding a way into music and, and having it be something that becomes, you know, a, a permanent part of your life, obviously. Uh, thank you for, you know, the work that you do during the week. And then it's it's tough to go and then 
do music on the weekends. I know you had a big show this past weekend with Creek Fest, and, uh, and, and I know you got a bunch of dates coming up and things like that. But it's always interesting to hear the story of how you get into it. Because sometimes you have people that start at a very young age, like, this is what I want to do. This is my passion. I'm, I'm going to music, hell or high water, doesn't matter. Uh, but for you having uh, that later start, I mean, there's other talented musicians that have started later in life. Maybe the biggest country artist right now in Luke Combs started a little bit later on. He wasn't, you know, coming out the womb playing the guitar. Uh, but tell me about the, getting into doing shows in college and stuff like that. How you go from, you know, borrowing, and I use air quotes, borrowing your roommate's guitar to uh, using some student loan money to uh, to doing shows while you're in college. So uh, I didn't really catch what uh, a lot of what you said, man. This this internet here is lagging, and of course it could be me. So because I'm on my phone, mm -hmm. but. Uh, uh, just a little bit more about, I guess, I guess you, you asked about my, my first show in college. Yeah. Doing shows in college. When you were in college doing, uh, doing your first shows when you were I'm in sorry. college still. Yep. You're all good, man. It's just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not picking it up, man. I don't, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, you're, all, uh, you're all good, man. But just, do, uh, just a little bit more about. Now yeah, we lost him. <laughs> if he's got that beat, you know, it's that beach, man. It's that beach, that beach life. It's all good. We'll uh, we'll get Austin back on if he can uh, if he can make it happen. But um, very very cool stuff. What a what a guy taking off. Uh, you know, he's got vacation. Uh, he's next to the beach, and having a cigar, having a, probably look like he's having a little adult beverage there, which all of a sudden sounds pretty good. But um, how cool to be able to take some time out to uh, to jump on the show and tell a story. It's weird. Everybody's story introduction to music is always different. Um, and having that kind of that that itch that hits you, and sometimes it doesn't hit you until you know you're in your early twenties. I'm sure when he was in college, and then you just pick it up, and you're like, "Man, it's just I kind of want to do this." And all of a sudden, you go from learning how to play guitar to learning how to sing to uh, to playing shows and, uh, and and kicking ass, taking names, writing songs. I mean, that's that's it's a crazy uh, it's a crazy transition that some for some starts at a very young age. Some start obviously there's there's successful bands, the kids that are still in their teens. We had uh, Mariah Formica was on last week from Plush, and she just turned 20, and the, the other girls in Plush are still in their teens. Like their drummer's like 16 years old. So you have just like so many different origin stories into how they find their way into uh, into music. Um, and it reflects back to what I had Dr. J on yesterday, what Dr. J had said about even in starting business. is like it's never too late. Like if it's something that you want to do and you want to pursue and you want it to be a part of who you are as a, as a person or be a part of what it is in your life, like it's never too late. So you have people that start at a very young age. I think uh, Mariah was doing voice training after she was like 11. And uh, and you got Austin who was, you know, doing the college thing, playing playing college ball. And then, hey, guitar sounds kind of cool and ends up ends up doing that. So super cool story. Um, and hopefully – and, and – <laughs> I don't want to say today was a, a, a total flop, uh, but we'll we'll get uh, we'll get Austin back on too, and uh, and we'll get his internet connection uh, rocking and rolling, and and we'll have him back on to talk about his uh, his story and stuff. I, it's it's got to be challenging too. I mean, I if I'm on a delay to him, you know, he's hearing the question, I'm just sitting here like hmm, <laughs> waiting, and then he's you know obviously delay getting it back, and if you miss any of the words, it's uh, it's got to be tough. But we we'll get him back on. Ain't no worries. I I know where his. Uh, his person is. I know where, where his, uh, his agent. I know his agent. And I'll give him a call and be like, hey, just get Austin back on. Uh, fade away to, I do every, literally everything with it. That's 
That is untrue. That is untrue. We got to get you on the show, Fade. That's the thing, is we got to get you on the show. And I know we got to do it in your special way because <laughs> it can't it can't be weird. It's well, it's got to be weird. I think that's that's the caveat is it has to be weird, and then we can do it. But I'm I'm still waiting, man. Invitation still open. You got your setup. You got your rig. You're all set to go. So we'll get you on the program uh, sometime very, very soon. And, uh, and we'll get Austin back on. We'll get Jason Charles uh, Miller back on. And uh, it'll be cool. It'll be fun. Good stuff. Uh, tomorrow on the show, if you follow us on Patreon, if you're one of our patrons, as they call them, who uh, who subscribe and get the updates and get exclusive information and all the stuff, if you are a member, if you're not, the link is over in the, the comments, depending on where you're watching. Um, join up. Does anyone already know this? Uh, coming up tomorrow on the program. It's going to be a good one. Going to be a great, insightful conversation with Derek Van Orden, retired Navy SEAL chief, author or uh, actor. He was an act of valor. Uh, been in a couple other movies as well. Uh, just ran for state senate uh, last October. When was it? No, November. I think it was. It's in November. Uh, so he's going to be on the show tomorrow, which is uh, which is pretty cool. So we'll talk to him. Retired Navy SEAL. Dude went through buds, man. Went through buds. That's that's my jam. Uh, see, we got Austin back on. Looks like looks like he's moving around a little bit and trying to find some better yeah. cell phone. There he Look at this guy. Now we got you. See if I can give you a view, too. That's beautiful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that. I'm going full screen with that, view, man. Look at that. Love it, man. No, I think we uh I think we yeah, got Yeah, man, it's a uh... Go ahead. You got me? Yep, got you. No, you good. Yeah, man, we're here we're here till Thursday, so just trying to suck it all in. They uh they went to a uh, amusement park while I was doing this, so I got a little quiet time. Nice. You got to enjoy that when you got it. Tell me about uh, Creek Fest this past weekend. Looks like that was uh had to feel good, feel good to get back out and, and and jam in front of some live human beings. Man, it was awesome. Uh, that's the I was telling uh, Angie Gregory, you said you were talking to them and the rest of Big Barn, Jeff Brown and all of them. Everybody was down at Creek Fest. Uh, to be out on stage again, man, it was awesome. That's the first time I've been, you know, on a, on a stage that size, you know, with a, with a, a big, bigger size crowd like that in over a year. So it, it, took, it took, you know, a minute or two to get, get set in, get used to it again. But, one, but once we got rolling, man, it was the adrenaline started pumping and, and there ain't nothing like it. There ain't nothing like it. We were in it for sure. I was going to say, did it, did it, I want to say feel like the first time, because the first time that you're on a stage obviously has a, a particular feel, uh, but was it, was it just a sense of relief? Like what, what is, what was the feeling after? Cause I think you probably got to get through a song or two, right. To kind of kick the dust off. Like, Oh yeah, this is how being able to move around the stage works a little bit. Like what was the feeling being back out and in, uh, in, in front of people again? Yeah, it was, uh, there were definitely some nerves. Mm. Um, it's uh, my my band was fresh. Um, I got a new set of guys, and I mean they're they're rockers for sure. I wouldn't I wasn't scared about that. But just getting settling in, um, and then we were one of the earlier sets too, so we didn't really have a sound check. But the sound guys did awesome, man. Um, after the first song, we really got dialed in, and um, we just started rolling. I mean, it's uh, it's uh, like I said, it's just a it's a different kind of feeling, man, once you get up on stage and and you know, you got the crowd singing back to you, mm. and that was really cool, man. And, you know, I love I love doing acoustic shows. Um, I was telling somebody this the other day. I love I love the big stage shows, but the acoustic shows they're more of a uh, I feel like a personal experience. Mm. 
um, you know, that a, a more one-on-one situation, but man, that adrenaline gets the popping. So once you get, you know, four or five, four or five hundred people plus singing, singing songs back at you. So that it was definitely pretty cool. How did you, it, it's been tough. I know on, on all, on all musicians during the past year, not having the ability to do what you just talked about and that, that adrenaline, that experience, that, that rush that you get being on stage. What did you spend most of your time doing as far as the music portion of your uh, life goes? Was it, was it writing? Was it, you know, doing stuff on social media? Like what did, what, what was 2020 into 21 like for, uh, for Austin Bishop? It was a learning experience mm. for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I've been writing songs, uh, you know, for about four years now, three or four years. And, um, you know, I've got a lot to learn, uh, but and I've got a, a great circle that, that have invited me in, you know, they've been in it for, I ain't gonna tell, tell their age or nothing, but for a really long time. Hmm. And uh, they, they really helped me out to grow as an artist and as a writer. Um, and that's one thing that I really tried to focus on was, you know, trying to find uh, who I was as an artist in hmm. 2020. Um, and, and I think that really helped my songwriting grow and, and the way I view music, you know, I can't, I can't read music. Um, most of the stuff I, I learned playing guitar from YouTube videos. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, I mean, I, I mean, I started, I'm, I'm, I'm still very green, but you know, um, I, I tried to, I tried to grow as a guitar player too. Mm. Um, I started learning music theory. So, I mean, it, <clears throat> And a lot of people view 2020 as a as a bad time. Hmm. Um, and I mean, there's all kinds of shit going on. So right. you can you can make excuses, but at the end of the day, I mean, there's shows out there. I didn't quit playing shows. You know, right. I I wasn't sitting there, you know, playing huge stages or nothing. But you know, if you want to, I mean, I I play where anybody lets me come in. Be honest <laughs> with you, man. I've been playing birth. I've been playing birthday parties, weddings, whatever, man. Anybody wants to hear comes. Yeah, anybody listening, y'all got a wedding or a party, y'all need to play college your boy because we'll take care of it. Call them up. But, uh, hey, but uh, anyways, yeah, I mean, just growing as an artist and as a person, man, just, just, I've, I've started reading, I've started reading a lot more. Mm. Um, and that's one thing that I never really did in, in college or high school. Um, you know, I, I just skated by and mm. played football and, you know, did what I did. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, just just growing as a person, as an individual, and as an artist, man, and it's been, I can see a change in in not not just my music, but myself. Mm. And I think I think that's huge. Um, just just growing up and and you know becoming a man. So, 2020 was was a really great year for me. Um, I know I know there's a lot of hard stuff that that happened to a bunch of people, and, and God bless them. But um, shoot, 2020 was a great year for me. I, mean, I miss I miss being on stage. Mm. Don't get me wrong. Um, and, and there, there were some things that I had lined up that, that fell through because of COVID. Um, so, you know, that, that sucked, mm-hmm. but at the same time, um, I'm a big Christian guy and, and I, I believe, you know, everything happens for a reason and, and, and God made all this happen. And I think, you know, for me, COVID happened to, to grow. Mm-hmm. So in, in a way I'm kind of thankful because, you know, I could have went down roads and I may not be talking to you right now. So you never know. You never know. I think that that takes to to see the silver lining in a year like 2020 when you know when you look out and you do see you know the chaos and you, you kind of see the division and you see you know the kind of the craziness that was the year but to be able to utilize that time productively to improve yourself to improve your your talent to improve your art I mean that is 
it's great to have that that kind of tap on the brakes that the year was for a lot of people. You kind of just tap the brakes, but you use that time to to really expand your horizons. And do you feel like that is going to lead to really big things in 2021 and beyond just because you had that time to grow and to to improve and to kind of hone in on some of your skills? You broke up a little bit right there. You said, do I feel like 2021 is going to benefit from from having that time off? Yeah. Do you feel like your trajectory is going to go upward because you had the time to to really work on you? Yeah. For sure. For sure. Like I said, I mean, just, just, just having this year, you know, off quote unquote is it it was huge. Mm. Um, I I feel like my songs are, you know, a million times better. And like, I, I like, I, I like the way I wrote before. Um, but, but, but being able to, to go on, on on writer's retreats with people Mm. that have been writing songs for 20 or 30 years that have been in the industry. And like I said, blessed me with, with letting me just, just hang out, you know, I went to one writer's retreat and I had no clue what was about to happen. Um, and, and I sat down with, with a couple of guys that have been writing songs for 20 or 30 years. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I pitched them uh, one of the songs that I've been working on and they loved it. And, and we, we tweaked it a little bit and, you know, it just, it, it showed me that kind of, I did belong, mm-hmm. you know, cause as, as artists, you go, you go, especially 2020 and it was real easy to do this, man. I feel like, but when you go, I mean, you go through dead periods, you go through slow times, and sometimes you feel like that you're not doing something right, or or maybe maybe I need to hang it up and go grab me a whistle, you know, and go start start coaching football and, right. and, and just enjoy being a teacher. But um, but that that I went on a writers retreat with the Wilson brothers, uh, and there were like 20 other artists there. And, and that was one of the coolest experiences I've ever had in my life. And all we were doing was chilling by the lake and, mm. and, and writing songs and just fellowshipping. And it was, it was cool to be able to, I guess, being so green, being welcomed in like that and, and being shown love and, and appreciation for what I did. You know, there, from where I'm from, there's probably, uh, in, my, in my county, there's probably three maybe four people that um that write their own songs and 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 are really trying to to do the the music thing and so i did i don't really get a lot of of co-writes um a a lot of co-writing time because you know i'm I'm working a full-time job and 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 i'm a family man and so um so i don't really get to venture out you know on a tuesday and go write with with somebody so it was cool to to be around professional writers and and being able to mesh and and work actually work not just sit there and and watch which is what i thought you know what i had planned to do mm-hmm. but actually sit there and work and 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 i loved it man it was it was it was one like i said one of the coolest experiences i've ever had that's awesome and i love the the being by the lake i mean that's got to be just an ideal place to write i mean tranquil and you're kind of out amongst nature and i mean you guess man i'm i'm picturing that around like there's a fire going and then there's the lake and here's all these great writers just getting together and and bouncing ideas off each other that's that's i think that's how it should be done it was was a it was a beautiful place on lake martin um it's called pace place Hmm. Uh, i'm sure if you be friends with you know the wilson brothers or you know the big born folks they they post about pace pace place all the time that's the first time i'd ever been there but it's right right inside a cove mm. um and man sunsets on there was awesome two three fire pits i remember we got done writing 
there was two writing sessions the day I got there. And um, after the first one, we took a lunch break, and which was about 30, 45 minutes. And then we broke into a group, another group. And uh, we had another session for about two or three hours. And then mm -hmm. we had dinner. Then after dinner, we, we kind of came together and we, we shared some of our own music, but some of the songs that we wrote, you know, that day or, or that they had written the day before. And um, that was pretty cool. But then once we got done with that, too, we all kind of sat around the campfire and hung out and really, you know, I remember I mean, one of my favorite parts of the whole thing was I love to sing. I, I do a mashup of um, Will the Circle Be Unbroken mm. and uh, I'll Fly Away. And I, I played at all my shows mm. and uh, I, I sang it. I sang it with those guys and just to hear everybody, you know, fellowshipping and, and jumping around and having a good time. And that, that was pretty cool. But. Shoot, we got we got, we actually got the cops called on us at about two thirty, three o'clock in the morning because we were singing uh, "I'll Fly Away" at the top of our lungs, and somebody across the lake had heard us and called the cops. <laughs> See, that's that's the kind of experiences that you need to have in life. Like we were here, we are just doing fellowship. We're just singing, you know, around the fire. Okay, what's, what's, and mm -hmm. and here here comes here comes Johnny Law <laughs> down the road. That's what, that's what that's what we told the uh, the police officer. Man, we can't sing about Jesus. He's like, not at three o'clock in the morning. You can't. <laughs> like, wait, I don't. Is there a time limit? Like, when when is it open? Like, when is the when is it open right. for for singing, man? So you, having got a, a noise order or something. Oh yeah, I'm sure after 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 two thirty, you know, you gotta you gotta start whispering. Uh, I, apparently, well, we, we we should have probably been in the bed anyway, yeah. but. We weren't. So yeah, it happens. It happens to the best of us. I understand. So having yeah. having uh, having a year to, uh, to 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 write and to have these kind of experiences, what does uh, what does music look like for you in in twenty twenty one? I see you got some dates on uh, on the calendar to get out and get back and doing some more shows and things like that. If you if anybody needs a, a somebody to sing at their wedding, uh, you know Austin Bishop uh, music on Facebook, get a hold of him or or get a hold of Angie Gregory. But uh, but what are you looking at for 2021? As far as is there is there some new songs going to come out? Like what is your plan uh, as far as the year goes? Well, that 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 was kind of uh, going back into 2020. You know, I've I've got like 10 or 11 songs out now, and I and I love them. But I but I wanted to really concentrate on my writing for the past you know the past year and and maybe for the you know the next three or four months at least. Um, I've got I've got four or five songs that I, I would probably like to cut. Um, I'm going to try to work with some folks and <clears throat> see if I can't get some new music out. But at the same time, I'm not going to settle. Right. So if it's not if it's not absolutely, you know, what I want, then I'm not going to put it out. Um, so we'll see. Um, the shows are picking up for sure. I'm hoping in things, you know, all this. The crazy's not over, but, you know, I think everybody's getting fed up with the shit. And they're, mm -hmm. they're just saying, hey, let's go. So. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully some some uh, some bigger gigs are coming on, man. I'm still doing you know acoustic stuff like that. Uh, my my lead guitarist goes around with me, and, and we'll play acoustic sets at you know restaurants, bars, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but we're staying we're staying pretty booked up. But I'm 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 hoping the uh, the the festivals and everything start yeah. to happen so we can really start diving into the to the bigger audiences because um, man I like I like meeting new people yeah. when we got done playing Creek Fest the other day and my, my wife can tell you this when I got done playing Creek Fest I walked off stage and I had to wait two and a half hours to go pee because I didn't I, I just I didn't stop I didn't stop talking to people <laughs> and I love it man I like 
and it's not and it's not because I had to talk to people. Mm. It's because I wanted to. Mm. Anybody anybody that comes up to my merch table when I'm there, man, I'll have a conversation. I want to know where you're from, what you do, why you love music, why you're here, why you listen to me, why you paying twenty bucks for my hat and t-shirt. You know, <laughs> but, you know, I I love I love meeting new people, and right. and it cra- it cracks my grandmama up because she says I'm just like my granddaddy because my granddaddy didn't know a stranger. You know, <laughs> he loved up, everybody. Man, he did. He'd go up and talk to George at the gas station, put him in gas. Like, man, these gas pumps are moving pretty slow today. Andrew, you know, <laughs> he'll talk 20 minutes to some dude he's never even met in his life. And I'm the same way. I, I just love I love meeting new people and, and mm. you know, experience and fellowship because, listen, man, music music has saved my life, mm. no doubt. And not not just not, not me playing music, but but listening to music, mm. just music in general. You know, I don't I don't just listen to country, man. I listen to, to rock. I grew up on acdc Def mm. leopard bon jovi all that stuff man yeah. all, and then my grandmama listened to patsy klein and elvis and the gaithers and yeah. you know, gospel music and you know i grew up in uh in high school i would listen to rap and and, and everything so and t- today i still do so i love I, you know all genres of music it's just um just depending on what what mood i'm in but they, you know there's been some dark times in my life that that music's really helped me through and, and, and I appreciate that. And that's, that's what I try to put into a lot of my songs, man. You know, um, I write about some of the, uh, so, some of the experiences that I have had in my life. Um, and just hoping that, you know, somebody out there hears it that may be going through some of the things that I did. Mm. Um, my, my early, my early childhood was pretty rough. Mm. Um, and, and, and I went through some things that, that, you know, I wouldn't put on nobody, but mm. at the same time, you know, I don't dwell on them because it, that that made me who I was. Right. And and I just want, I want people to know that, you know, no matter how bad it is, you can do it because mm. I I'm trying to do it. You know, right. there there there's a reason I'm on your podcast today. Yeah. When I should probably be, you know, statistically speaking, I should probably be in jail or you know, six feet under. Right. So you know, there's just God's good, man. God's good. And, 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 and if we don't appreciate the rain, we'll never appreciate the sunshine. And that's, that's the way I, I try to look at every day. You know, we're worried about the, 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 the weather here at the beach last week, you know, it's, it was supposed to be sunny and 75 all week, but then three days before we left, it's going to rain all week. And past two days, man, we've had really good weather. It's been kind of overcast, but the sun's been shining and, mm-hmm. My feet even got a little sunburnt, but I put suntan lotion on this old bald head, so we have to worry about that. But, but man, you just gotta, you got, you gotta learn and grow from experience. That's a slight, you yeah. know. That I, I, I had a tough childhood um, up until the point, you know, my grandparents took me in and started raising me. Yeah. You know, I was very blessed. God, God was good to me by by having them take me and 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 make me who I am. But man, just being a special education teacher and mm-hmm. seeing some of the stuff these kids go through um golly man it it, te- it tears you up mm. and it, it just it makes you very grateful for the things that you have because there's somebody out there that's got it worse than you mm. and you know if you can and it cracks me up because these people are talking about you know they got it so bad and 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 they're they just they don't get the breaks, but the, you know they're walking around with a $600 iPhone in their pocket. Right. And oh, yeah. there's a there's a there's a kid in my classroom that you know can't afford a pair of socks. Mm. So 
I don't, I, I'm blessed, man. I'm very blessed. And, and I just, I'm very, I'm very thankful for the, for the people that have, you know, helped me out. Um, I, I didn't do it alone. Mm. I work, I work my ass off. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think anybody that, that has some kind of su- success, they've, they've had help some yeah. way, form or the other. And like I said, man, every day is a, every day is a new challenge, but every day is a blessing because that day could be your last one. And somebody's always got it worse. So just be thankful for what you got. No, man, I think that, that gratitude is something that I, I, I can feel pouring through the screen in talking to you that you have so much gratitude. I think that even goes back to when you talked about uh, talking to everybody, you know, waiting two and a half hours to, to go pee. Uh, because you wanted to have those moments talking to people because you, because you you do have gratitude for for those who watched you play, watched you perform, watched you perform your art, and then uh, you know bought a t-shirt, bought a hat, supported your supported your career. You know, I, I did radio for for over twenty years, I met a ton of artists from from all different genres, all different walks of life, and I always would say the ones that I saw at the merch booth uh, that weren't just there or signing something and then kind of took the picture and pushed you out of the way. The ones that were actually having conversations with, with their fans or, or growing their fan base, you know, one person at a time, those, yeah. those artists to me always felt more real, more tangible, more approachable. And I think that reflects onto not just those moments on after the show or before the show, but during the show, because all of a sudden you have this connection, not just with the music, but you have this like, Hey, that guy took, you know, he just got done doing a set, walked off the stage, walked over to the table and took time out to to have a conversation, asked me what I did for a living. Like that dude cares. Now, that person is probably going to follow you, follow your show. They're going to share your show. You're going to release a song and they're going to share that. So, I mean, it's it's all this old school, yet new school, organic building of of sharing your music with people because people get touched by that. People want to know that they're. They're not just paying their money to walk in to see somebody that's you have to stay away from, and then after the show you don't see him. They want to be like, well, I, yeah, Austin Bishop. I remember I met him at, at Talladega, and and we sat there, we talked for five minutes. It looked like he had to pee, but like, but he was like super, he was super nice about everything. He had like, to pee, and he and he was hungry, and, and, he, was and hungry. the man wanted a sandwich. But like, but you taking the time out. I mean, that that goes to show gratitude, which goes on to all the other points you talked about is is being super grateful for. Uh, for everybody that's been there for you and that continues to be there for you along the way for the hard work for, you know, for sunny days uh, on the beach when you have a chance to enjoy it for, for suntan lotion, for all the things. I mean, just showing gratitude is, is really like, I have always said it's the key waking up and saying, whew, thank you. I'm glad. Got I'm glad another, that I made it another got day. Another <laughs> got another yep, one. Got another one. Let's try not to screw this one up. We're going to, you know, <laughs> we're going to make this one the for best sure. we can be. But no, man, gratitude, sure. super huge, and I can feel that coming uh, coming from you and and from your music, and uh, and even just talking to you right now that that you're you're super thankful for, for all that you have and all that's uh, all that's coming, and to be super focused during during the lock during COVID and during all the BS and all that stuff, but to be like, hey, during this time, I'm just gonna make myself better. I'm gonna pick up some books. And I'm gonna read some stuff, and I'm gonna go on writer sessions, and I'm gonna become a better human and a better artist. I mean, I just, dude, super love what you got going on, man. Super love it. I appreciate it, brother. I'm a firm believer that good things happen to good people. And I'm not, I'm not great, but I try every day, you know, to be the best person I can be and, and to love the guy next to me like a brother. And, and 
like I said, man, I just I I've been blessed. But um, but going back to the uh, to the to the show thing, man. It, it somebody somebody that pays twenty dollars for my, for a shirt. Let me tell you something. I have a hard time paying twenty dollars for a shirt. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, and if they'll if they'll pay twenty dollars for my shirt or my hat, then either A, they really liked my music and and they're trying to support me, or B, they think that's a really cool looking shirt and it's got my name on it. <laughs> so you know, and they they're spending their hard earned money mm. on me. That that's the thing. Even even if they don't buy my shirt, just buying a ticket. Mm. And and I had a I had a I did my own concert back in 2019. Mm. Um, we 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 threw down in a in a cow pasture. Nice. You know, I had we set up we set up a, a stage and um, you know, got lights and sound out there and and we had we we had about uh, I think there was a little over 600 people there. Nice. And um, <clears throat> you know I. They they paid for that ticket to come see me, hmm. um, and you know they could have done anything else on a Saturday they wanted to. They could have spent that twenty bucks on anything else, but they spent that twenty bucks on a ticket to come to my concert. And man, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. You you've really you've got you've got to appreciate that. And and you know it. Like you said, it, it, it's crazy to me that that, some, that there are some artists. That that won't even go to their merch table. That won't mm. that won't speak to fans. And and man, don't get me wrong. Now there 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 are times, and, and I I somewhat get it, um, because there are some some weird people out there. But mm. it does get tiring because there are so many people. And, and I find myself sometimes uh, getting messages from people, and and it taking me you know three days to a week to message back mm. just because. You know, I'm not saying I'm getting bombarded with, you know, fan mail or anything, but right. um, it's hard. And, you know, somebody that's on, you know, um, like a Chris Stapleton or something like that, right. it's it's damn near impossible mm-hmm. to, to get with everybody. But a show, you know, mm-hmm. 15, 20 minutes on top of people paying for like VIP passes and stuff like that. You can give 20 minutes to somebody come because they come to see you, man. And I can. Mm-hmm. Just me personally, it it, it means a lot to me. It yeah. does. So well, I'll get off my soapbox. No, I, I think you're right. I think there there is a there is even at, at any level, I think you still have to have that gratitude. I think you if you when you lose sight of it, you know, thing thing I don't say things can t- tend to go awry, but you know, if you're like, hey, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, oh oh, I got to go and do a show today. Like if you get to that point, like mm, maybe it's time for a career change. You know, like appreciate yeah, the fact yeah, that you sure. still get up to go and play music every day and the fans that are there buying tickets, getting the VIP passes, buying the joining the fan club, all the all the stuff there. Again, you said hard earned money that these people are giving it to you to support your lifestyle and your life. Like, go, hey, thanks. I really, I really appreciate that, because otherwise I'd be, yeah. you know, cleaning tables somewhere. For sure. For sure. No man, when I did that, the light bulb clicked off. I watched. Uh, dude, you had uh, who was it? Sean? It's Sean Whalen. Sean Whalen, yeah. Lions not cheap, dude. Yeah, that's man. badass on your podcast, man. That and that that was that's a that's a that's a badass dude. That was a really cool podcast. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, for I, sure. When I when I seen that, I was like, okay, all right. Well, I'm stepping up in the world. Then. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting on in there, dude. That's the same thing I thought when he agreed to it. I was like. Oh really? No, nah, stop it. <laughs> like, I'm just a, you, I'm sure? just a dude. I'm just a dude from no, Northeast man. Alabama, man. I ain't. Piedmont, Alabama's finest, man. Come on now. 
No, but the Sean, Sean Whalen is, and that's there is a guy, and I, I talked to him about this this same thing. We talked about gratitude. It was like, you know, as as hard as he works and as much as he's attained in life, like he still gets up every day and goes, "Yeah, I'm pretty thankful. I'm pretty thankful that I'm here yeah. and that I, I do all the things." Uh, if you, and if you're looking for a great read, I just I just uh, started reading his book, uh, "How to Make Shit Happen." Uh, Go go get yourself. It's a fantastic book. Yeah. Uh, about a quarter of the way through, and great points on there. But uh, but it, but yeah, it all goes back to gratitude. Even guys that are, I mean, here's a dude that I just was like, hey, I love what your your message is, and I would love to talk to you about it. And he was like, cool, let me know when. I'm like, oh shit, really? <laughs> uh, okay, I guess uh, yeah, we'll chat. That'd be cool. But um, yeah, but no, sure. it, was, it was great chat with him and with you too, man. I think that there's. When you can feel the gratitude for for what you've been blessed with, to be able to, you know, be in college and borrow your roommate's guitar, and you know, borrow some of that student loan money uh, to get your own. I mean, it's 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 stories like that that are like like wow, that's that's the origin story. That's where it, that's where it began, and then to see where it is now, and I can't wait to see where it's going to be at the end of this year and, and in the future, man, I, I just, I, I appreciate the time and taking a break from your vacation to jump on here and, and chat. Uh, yeah, brother. I, I hope we can get hey, you listen, back on one, soon. One more thing. One more thing. I noticed that you have a mighty nice beard hanging from that chin. That yes. is, that is a good looking beard. Mine, I, mine used to be a little bit longer, but my wife told me I had to cut it down. So I trimmed it up a little bit, but it did get thicker. So I just, I just, you, uh, do, do, do you have your own beard products that I, I do. hear you talking to somebody about? Yeah, really? yeah, Captain Coop's Beard Company. I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll shoot you an email and I'll, I'll get you some stuff sent out, man. Uh, Captain Coop's Heck is my. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm always looking stuff. for some new fertilizer for this bad boy. Yeah, that's that's the. Jam. I actually just got this one. Uh, this trimmed up. It was like I did like four inches off, man. It, it got to be like, you know, and I'm Dang. a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm six foot, but I'm kind of a slender guy. It just kind of, it just looked like a couple of eyes and just. It's like cousin it, like reverse <laughs> though, and my girlfriend's like, hmm, we need to just have a little se- separation of church yeah, and state yeah. here. Just like we need to know where the right. neck starts. But, uh, but yeah, man, I'll, I'll I'll send you some stuff, Captain Coops. Uh, yeah. We'll get you get you all Love. set up, brother. Get, get I pre- the- I, hey, I appreciate you having me on, man. I really do. No, Austin, man, I appreciate you taking some time out. Go enjoy uh, the rest of your vacation and uh, and uh, best of luck. We'll get you back on here sometime soon, though, my friend. All right, brother. Sounds awesome, good. Awesome, man. Take care of yourself. There yep. we go. Austin Bishop on the show. See, you got that. Gonna send him some Captain Coops. It's that Captain Coops stuff right there.